This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 510 of the Stable Scoop Show, The Rest of the Scoop. Please support our title sponsor, Wintech Saddles, as they make this show possible. The Rest of the Scoop is back with the Gail Stewart original called Paul's Lovely Linda. This is Glenn Geek, and you're listening to the Stable Scoop Show on the Horse Radio Network. The Rest of the Scoop is the premier storytelling podcast for the horse world. A short five to minute story professionally written about historical horses or horse people told in the style of Paul Harvey's The Rest of the Story or Mike Rose The Way I Heard It. We have about 30 of them already. If you've missed them, head to StableScoop.com or any podcast player. Just search for Stable Scoop. They start about episode 482. And if you miss Helena on the show, you can go back before 482 and find all the past episodes now on your players. We only had 20 or 30 before. You can go back 11 years if you want and take a listen. If you have long road trips coming up, that's the perfect time to catch up on your stable scoops from the old days, the first original show on the Horse Radio Network. Well, today, Gail Stewart, author of 100 Horses in History, writes the amazing story of something that happened just a few short years ago. The heartwarming story of an amazing Appaloosa and a very famous rocker. Gail Stewart's second edition of 100 Horses in History is out now. She added the last two Triple Crown winners, American Pharaoh and Justify. You can find it at Barnes & Noble, and it would make a great gift for any horse lover this holiday season. Search for 100 Horses in History. And of course, you all know that we use Wintech saddles here at the Horse Radio Network Studios in Florida. It's all Jennifer rides in for sure. North America's favorite synthetic saddle brand, Wintech Saddles, have been combining world-leading innovations in high-tech materials in lightweight, weatherproof, and easy-care saddles since 1986. Change a gullet, change the size of the saddle, fits almost any horse. I know that there are a ton of coaching and schooling barns around that use Wintech Saddles because it's so easy to fit them to most horses. Whether simply enjoying your time together or schooling for competition, there is a model for you. They have a ton of different models of Wintech saddles as well. And you don't have to worry about, you know, cleaning your tack. You just put them on the fence, you hose them down, you wipe them down, and you're good to go. Wintech saddles can take all of the snow and the mud and the dirt that you're going to throw at it this winter, and it'll come out looking just like it did before. You don't have to oil it or anything. So spend less time worrying about your tack and more time together with your horse. Gallop into your nearest Wintech local or online dealer today. Visit Wintech-saddles.com for information on the complete line of Wintech Saddles or to find a dealer near you. This story was written by Gail Stewart and is called Paul's Lovely Linda. It was a typical summer day in June of 1998 in Texas, and Pam Fowler-Grace was training horses and riders in the sport of dressage. She was in the barn when unusual phone calls began coming in from strangers asking unusual questions about her Appaloosa gelding, a dressage champion. Is he in show shape? Would he be okay in the big city? Can he do the Spanish walk? Yes, yes, and yes, Pam answered. Something was up, and little did she know that her Appaloosa had won a nationwide talent search. 
Then Paul McCartney's secretary called. Yes, that Paul McCartney. Sir Paul McCartney, the former Beatle. Sir Paul wanted the bravest, flashiest Appaloosa he could find to perform at a special occasion. Paul wants to invite you himself, she said. He'd call you soon. Somewhat stunned, and who wouldn't be, Pam rushed home to take the call in private. He was kind of unassuming, she remembers, as he described how he wanted to honor his wife, Linda, who died April 17th of cancer. You see, he explained, Linda loved horses. She rode at their Arizona ranch and especially adored an Appaloosa stallion named Blanket. He wanted an Appaloosa to perform at Linda's memorial service June 22nd in Riverside Church. It was a cathedral-like church in New York City. He wanted a Spanish walk, a pirouette, and a salute for a select group of 500 family and friends. There would be no reporters. Do you think you can do that, Paul asked? Pam responded, of course they could do that. They were seasoned competitors, having racked up dozens of blue ribbons and championships in hunter-under-saddle, reigning, western riding, and dressage events. Dressage was their specialty, a discipline in which they won 87 United States Dressage Federation All-Breed Championships. But this performance was different. They entered a world of firsts. It would be the first trip for her horse on an airplane. They would perform in the silence of a church. And world-famous celebrities would be there to watch. And it was one week away. Pam's leopard Appaloosa Gelding, who stood 16 two hands, was in top form. He really looked like a well-bred Kentucky thoroughbred with spots. He was a pioneer, an Appaloosa competing and winning in a very European sport of dressage against brown and dark bay warm bloods. You see... Ollie and Mary Jane Holstein of Wallace, Texas, had bought him as a weanling and later put him in training where he was handled harshly. Pam met him and rode him when he was a late two-year-old. She began training him. After his second world championship on the Appaloosa circuit, the Holsteins took him home. And he was unhappy. He tore up fences and the barn and stood in the back pasture screaming at night. They called Pam. We are afraid he's going to break out and come looking for you, so come get him. And she did. He was her once-in-a-lifetime horse. We were one. No one rode him but me, Pam said. They achieved Grand Prix, an Olympic level, the highest level in dressage, and were successful in the toughest international competitions. For this occasion, McCartney gifted her a new top hat and new black boots. A FedEx jet picked them up at Houston, and they flew up together to New York. He was treated like royalty, which he always expected, she said. Was her horse skittish about the airplane ride? Nope, he trusted me. The service began at 8.30 p.m., nighttime in the big city. Streets were barricaded, reporters showed up, police, big bright camera flashes. It was chaos out there, and her Appaloosa? No problem. He was like he knew he was born to do this. They were to enter the church from the side entrance and perform in front of the sanctuary. Wooden ramps had been built going up two flights of steps. Rubberback carpet covered the ramps and floor. Pam, in formal attire, shad belly tuxedo and top hat, he groomed to perfection. Their secret was safe from the audience, which included singer Neil Young, fashion designer Ralph Lauren, and newswoman Diane Sawyer. The service began. A bagpiper played Mark Cartney's composition, Mull of Kintyre. The Harlem Boys Choir sang McCartney's song, Blackbird. A string quartet played songs he'd written for Linda, Maybe I'm Amazed and Lovely Linda. Then came her cue. 
Paul said this would be Linda's favorite part of the ceremony. Up the first flight of steps, the ramp held. She ducked under a chandelier, up the second ramp, and into the sanctuary they went, greeted by the scent of 45,000 flowers. Paul and Linda's son, James, jumped to his feet. Everybody gasped with delight and surprise. The spotlight was theirs. He wasn't afraid, and neither was I, Pam said. The scariest part was walking up those ramps. At the doorway, she did a brief pee-off, then a Spanish walk across the transept, a a one-and-a-quarter pirouette, and a halt in front of McCartney, who stood at the podium. They turned to face the congregants, saluted, and paused for a silent prayer. It was a very dramatic moment. Everyone who knew Linda knew how much it would have meant to her. McCartney winked and smiled. They left the church in a huge Spanish walk to a standing ovation. His front feet nearly reached his nose. They'd been perfect. Back at the horse trailer, he stood there with his head held high, as if saying to everyone, I have blessed you with my presence. Paul sent Pam a framed photo of their performance with himself in the background, and the card read, With love and thanks, Paul McCartney. And so, Pam's gift to Paul was Paul's gift to Linda, and the Appaloosa's keen sense of the moment, his perfection under pressure, and his love for Pam were given in kind to all. He would have walked on fire for me. He was my darling. Today, Pam trains riders and horses in her Sun and Shield Riding Club, located in Byron, Texas. So that dressage horse we're talking about, the one who went to New York, the one who honored Linda, was honored also as a Briar model horse. A son of Appaloosa Stallion Prince Payday and grandson of Quarter Horse Racing Champion Go Man Go, lived to be 32 years old and 30 of those years he spent with Pam Fowler Grace. He was a rock star's hero, named Pay and Go. And now you know the rest of the scoop. Thank you for listening to today's story. I certainly hope you enjoyed it. We are looking for some writers to write stories for next year. It does pay a bit. So if you think you can write in this style where we don't reveal the end to the end, then we would love to hear from you. Send me an email at glenn at horseradionetwork.com. And many thanks to this week's sponsor, Wintech Saddles, the only saddle you'll find in the barn here at the HRN Studios in Florida. Be sure to check out all the other great shows on the Horse Radio Network, including Horses in the Morning, the one I do with Jamie and eight other hosts every day. You can find it at horseradionetwork.com. Until next time, everybody, Happy New Year and Happy Scooping. (laughs) 